NFR Extra follows all your favorite cowboys, interviews legends of rodeo, and talks to the best of country music. Follow Nevada Caldwell, Ryland Bentley, and Steve Godert every week as they delve deep into the stories behind the road to gold in Vegas at the National Finals Rodeo. It's revealing, comedic, and sometimes emotional. Find it on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. NFR Extra. All dirt, all rodeo, all year. We now head over to the Cowboy Channel for a special announcement about this year's Let's National Finals Rodeo. And I've watched this event grow to become the biggest event in the Cowboy world. And uh, I'm excited to be the President and General Manager of the Cowboy Channel, the new home of the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo and the official network of the PRCA. We've done so much uh, uh, starting in January and it's been fun. I want to welcome everybody here. I want to welcome everybody that's watching on the Cowboy Channel Live and on RFD TV Live. And, uh, this is the beginning of a six-year partnership between Rural Media Group and the PRCA. And what an interesting year uh, this has been. What a way to start. We all have a lot of questions, and today we're here to get answers, and that's where we're going to begin as we bring up the CEO of the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association, George Taylor. Well, thank you, Jeff. We couldn't be more excited to be here in Fort Worth for a landmark announcement. And here's the news. The Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association is bringing the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo for 2020 to Globe Life Field just 85 days from today. And we can't be more excited about it. NFR Extra, Episode 63, The Cat is Out of the Bag. This year, and this year only, the Wrangler NFR will be hosted at Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas, to preserve a great experience for fans. This is the first non-baseball event at this extraordinary park. Event organizers confirm the event will comply with all health and safety protocols for attendees. Wrangler NFR 2020 will take place, just like it already was, December 3rd to the 12th, and fans can follow official PRC updates throughout the event at nfrexperience.com. It is unfortunate that Las Vegas is unable to host the Wrangler NFR in 2020 with fans. Though we congratulate the PRCA for finding a home in 2020 that will allow fans to attend, which in turn generates prize money for our contestants. In exchange for allowing them to move their event in 2020, an extra year has been added to our contract. We look forward to hosting the Wrangler NFR in Las Vegas, December 2nd through the 11th, 2021, and continuing through 2025. We've invited some heavy hitters in the rodeo industry to get a better perspective of this extraordinary move of rodeo's iconic annual event. That we did. This episode includes two-time world champion Brittany Posey-Tanazi, world champion and PRCA chairman of the board, Jacob Scrawley, and PRCA CEO, George Taylor. Envy, this is going to be a crazy ride. How are you feeling about it? Uh, you know, clearly a little torn here. You know, hosting the NFR Extra, which we predominantly here in Vegas. So it stinks that, you know, no NFR in Vegas, just like for a lot of people feeling that same way. But then the other side of me, this is if I pull that away and just focus on being the rodeo fan, I'm very excited about the contestants and the relationships we have with the folks that are a part of this, that A, number one, the NFR is happening, no matter where it is, even if it's on Mars or the moon, uh, it's going down, 
and you know it sounds like that the money that the folks get to win sounds pretty close to what they were folks on so once again you know rodeo fan of me loving it the las vegas guy i mean not so much but hey gotta deal with what you gotta deal with in these covid times yeah i'm definitely on the same page with you there as a rodeo fan i gotta say i'm most excited for this this different playing field no pun intended but it's going to be a different arena a lot of horsepower may be changed out in the barrel racing world i have to mention that because it's not the thomas and mac it's not a tiny arena going to be a different year and that's how i'm going to explain it now that you bring that up, we've talked about the small, intimate side, right, of Thomas Maxner and how that's changed the competition. Uh, what are we, 35-plus years? This is definitely going to be interesting. I can't wait. Do you need a dose of social? A dash of insider info? Then the National Finals Rodeo Social Network is set up just for you. Get updates insights, unique content, and much more on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can find us at Las Vegas NFR. And be sure to use hashtag WranglerNFR on your post and tweets. There's something for all rodeo fans. This is the NFR. This is Vegas. Hey, this is Tracy Lawrence, and you're here with us on NFR Extra. Welcome back, George Taylor. We've been talking to you all summer, and, you know, we were in question, and we didn't know where we were going over the summer, and then we were kind of knew something was going to happen, and now we know something's happened, and glad to have you back on, and congratulations on finding a new home for the NFR this year in 2020. Yeah, just for this year, right? So it's really been good, and I, again, I can't thank Las Vegas enough uh, other than, you know, to say thank you because it makes a difference for the Cowboys. And, you know, it says a lot about the relationship that we have with Las Vegas. Yeah. So how, how are you feeling now that you got this announcement out the door, got this off your chest and now, now that now the work really kicks in, right? Yeah. I was going to say afraid. Um, So it's been really good um, overall because there's so much work that has to be done and you can't really start it until you can talk about where you're going to be. So all the additional things that we're planning with Las Vegas events and um, just moving forward with getting all the hotel stuff taken care of. I mean, there's a lot that goes into planning the NFR. I I tell people a lot of times, um, you know, Las Vegas events and the PRCA spend a year planning an event that we're going to be doing in 85 days. Yeah, the devil's in the details most definitely for this whole deal. Uh, sir, explain to us a little bit about how you came down to the decision of moving uh, the NFR to Arlington in the Global Life Field. Yeah, as far as a specific location, you mean? Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, so, um, you know, a lot of it was what the economics were of it and how do you make it work and how do you manage the downside risk if uh, – if there's no fans for some reason, right? Some other bad thing happens, which uh, we typically don't think about all that often in sports. Um, but this year, we've really been, we've really needed to decide uh, and understand based on some flexibilities as well. But um, you know, we were working, we worked uh, with Oklahoma and with Texas and 
several other states as well had some feelers out about what could be done, but I think it was the speed at which we were able to move and align business and local government and state governments uh, to make this thing all come together and and it moved very quickly, but it was the speed at which they were able to make decisions and and move forward. So the, that was kind of the, the net of it. And, you know, for me personally, uh, there was a little bit of a personal pull to places where it had been in the past. So Oklahoma City was interesting because of the history of the NFR there. And the very first NFR being in Texas uh, also made that at least what I'll call more emotional favorite. And you get the emotions and the facts and data to align and put you in a good position to make a decision. You know, we've talked about this with you on the past, you know, you were at Caterpillar and you've kind of navigated through some crazy times there during the recession. And, you know, you kind of, I think you started as, as a person in your position, you, you started to develop a better vision of success, right? What, what things can be or what you want them to be. What, what do you see here with success in Arlington? What, what, what's George's vision of that? Yeah, I think overall success to me is uh, to make sure uh, we didn't announce it specifically today, but we said that we've told our uh, members that there'll be a, mil- a minimum of a $6 million purse. Uh, we're going to compete for 10 million points, just like we always would. Uh, but the real vision of success is about how do we have a full NFR experience like Las Vegas has developed with all the trappings around it and a full purse and all those things. So success really was uh, about what can get us the closest we can get, uh, realizing it's not Las Vegas, uh, but it's Texas. Uh, how do we how do we have a vision for that and and p- be able to pull it off and and be confident that we in fact can. What does this mean for the contestants and the stock contractors now that the venue has been finalized? Yeah, I think, you know, again, uh, today we were able to announce what those minimums were, uh, you know, in a $6 million purse and then having upwards of, I think the number is 1.8 million available for our uh, stock contractors. Uh, It really kind of puts us in a, in a good position for them in a really tough year. You know, it's been tough for everybody, uh, but it has allowed us to kind of, I think, step up to the plate in a, in a firmer way than we might have otherwise been able to. So I think it's really meaningful for all of them. You know, I know you don't have a crystal ball, but I want to just like kind of, what, what, uh, what can fans expect uh, for this year's event, I mean, knowing what you've created right now and kind of what what what's on the the table, I guess you know what can they expect? Yeah, I think uh, first of all, one of the hardest things to communicate is well, what's the stadium like, and what's the seating like, and what's the arena like, and you know, I get lots of phone calls from people that say, "Doggone it!" You know, I I had a guy call and leave a message, and he just kind of shouted into the phone, into the, my voicemail, cowboy up, stay in Las Vegas, you know, and they don't realize sometimes that the impact of not being able to have fans on the total budget for the, for the event. So I think, you know, those things are really critical and um, you know, we, we want to try to make sure that that all comes off well, but understanding the venue is a big deal. 
you know, basketball arenas offer a particular type of experience, but we go to a lot of big arenas as well. You know, we have Cheyenne Frontier Days. This is much smaller than Cheyenne uh, or much smaller than Pendleton, you know, so it's, it's just going to be a different experience uh, for both the fans and uh, the contestants. And it's a little bit like a golfer has to play a different golf course when they go to try to win a championship as well or do well throughout the year. And our Cowboys do that all the time. Our fans do it. But, but we all like what we like. And there's a certain intimacy about Thomas and Mac that you're not going to replace in this facility. But the seats are truly amazing. You know, it's a, it is a world-class design sporting facility uh, that was done with not just baseball in mind. So I think, you know, we ended up in a really good spot and uh, we're able to have closer to what we could have uh, at Thomas and Mac if we were going. So, you know, we should be able to enjoy that rodeo and respect the social distancing guidelines while at the same time having a full purse for the Cowboys. And that to me is, is really the vision and what we can do for fans, what we can do for our Cowboys and the sport overall. Yeah, we had uh, Brittany Posey on earlier today, and we had had her over the summer, and she was grilling us about, oh, how, what's the purse going to look like? And it was nice to talk to her today, like, hey, now you know. You know, she got a good understanding of what's going to happen. Um, you know, the other thing I want to add is that, you know, since our podcast this summer, you know, the numbers have grown tremendously to where people listen to this podcast, and we're talking yeah. about tens of thousands of people jump on this thing now. And what we're looking forward to, I think, uh, not really definitely speaking for Brylin or Steve, but... It's going to be bringing the individuals that are a part of this process and how this thing comes together, as you said, 80 plus days, right. um, getting this kind of this, you know, the dirt side of it, the production side of it, the, the, you know, we really look forward to this experience of learning how something like this is going to come together. And by no means is it going to be something that happens overnight. So we do thank you for coming on, George. I know you're busy and this yeah. has been a process just to get to this part. Yeah. Well, you guys are a big part of everything that we do and, Las Vegas is as well as you know the work that you guys are doing and we just we really appreciate having the opportunity to do it so thanks for what y'all are doing and it's just another example how if we all pull together the sport will keep growing and everybody will benefit so we appreciate it yeah well much success for this year obviously Las Vegas events I mean we're working with you making things happen and then clearly you know we'll be focusing on 2021 after that and getting back to Vegas yeah well, God bless and thank you for coming on excellent yeah. Thank you so much. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, Thank George. You. Appreciate you, sir. Right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Want to experience more of NFR? Then visit nfrexperience.com. And we invite you to subscribe to NFR Extra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you're listening right now. If you like what you've heard on NFR Extra, we would love it if you gave us a big five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe. Hey, everybody. This is Aaron Watson, and you're listening to NFR Extra. Big announcement, NFR is in Arlington, and today we're joined by Mr. Jacobs Crawley. Welcome to NFR Extra, sir. Yeah, I appreciate it. It was a big day, and like I said, good to talk to you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's get down to some things that, you know, besides you being chairman of the board and all, let's go, uh, how good does it feel right now competing for a gold buckle? Uh, you know, considering where the world is, you know, realistically right now, and, and you know, sports, 
and you know any anything like that where there's groups gathering um the fact that we're still going to get to compete for gold buckles at the end of this year it's it's pretty great you know and it's a testimony to the hard work and stuff like that that some guys have been doing behind the scenes and uh you know, just the commitment from the fans and, and everything else like that along the way that's put together a still a pretty decent season. And, and it looks like we're going to have a, a, you know, a great finals, hopefully at this point. And, um, you know, just so riding up for a gold buckle, it's just, it's crazy to have that normalcy in such a non-normal year. Yeah. And things are definitely, yeah, totally. And things are moving fast right now. You know, you got a, you got a unique seat. How has the past two months been kind of the, the priorities of the board, looking at this home for the NFR for 2020. How's that been for you? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's the fun thing about rodeo is there's always a bunch of rumors and speculation and just being thrown around. So like, you know, you, you, it's always fun to hear what other people are, are hearing um, when you know kind of what's actually going on behind the scenes. Um, but uh, you know, it's been at this, it's, it's again, the guys up there at the office of Colorado Springs, guys and gals, they've, they've done a great job in, you know, working on this and, and really coming together with a, with a few solid options. And then the, the globe life, you know, the, the Rangers ballpark just uh, hit it out of the park, you know, pun intended. And uh, so it's just going to be, like I said, in my position, I'm just glad that they're in their position because they're the ones that are doing the real work. You know, I just kind of get to, we just kind of get to hang back and kind of throw an input here and there and give a little bit of more, more so suggestions and guidance, you know, and we just kind of give them the reins and tell them the direction and they run, run with it. And they, you know, they're, they definitely owe the credit to the, doing the legwork. Yeah. But has it been nice, I guess, on the side of, let's just call it convenience. I mean, here you are in Texas, this thing's going down in Texas that's got to have some sort of nice feel for it right now for you. So you can at least with everything else going on with COVID, at least you kind of know where you're at, know what you're doing and you know where you got to be come December. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just because of that, like it's familiar, you know, if nothing else, it's, it's familiar, you know, it's a, like an hour and 20 minutes from my house um, is where the rodeo is. And um, you know, it's the great thing is that we're, we're getting that, you know, I guess, security in that it looks like it's you know everything's going to go off well as planned um and we're still going to be riding at a great purse you know so i think that if you were to ask somebody if they truly believe that that was going to be the case in like may or something like that you know i don't know if they would have you know bought into it but um at this point or even you know august or something like that a month ago you know how everything's been going but I think it's great that where we're at, and like you said, you know, it's we love Las Vegas as well, but this is um, this is making a, you know, a positive out of a. It's been kind of a bad situation for everybody. Was it cathartic having something to keep your mind off the fact that you were unable to compete during that pandemic time? You know, as far as like the pandemic time, uh, I'm married and got a kid, so my I, my chores stay plenty busy when I'm home. So. I'm in no shortage of things to keep my, to keep me busy, but uh, you did start craving it and missing it. And every cowboy that I know, um, you know, whether they were 22 or 42, they were ready to get back. And uh, that was by far the longest I've been without a rodeo since I was, I don't know, like realistically maybe like nine or 10 because our junior rodeo college rodeo, 
And so, you know, two months basically without a rodeo. Um, yeah, it was, it was very different, but you know, compared to the rest of the world, we, we still had a little bit of normalcy. Yeah. That's stuff we've discussed with a lot of the folks we brought on here, whether it be contestants or folks that live in the ranch style, right? They just, man, we've already been quarantining. Right. Right. What does this mean for the overall rodeo industry? You know, here we are in Texas, everything's in Texas. So what does it mean for you, the, the contestants, the contractors, the, everybody in the rodeo industry? You know, yeah, I mean, so just to some of the positives, because I mean, I'll just speak to a little bit of that, you know, um, there's going to be less expenses for a lot of the stock contractors, you know, several of the stock contractors and stuff like that. Um, I think for a lot of the Cowboys, it's, like I said, there's just a little bit more of a convenience behind it. You know, you miss the, you know, the, the bright lights and everything else like that that comes with Las Vegas, but this is a little bit, you know, um, easier part of the world to get around, like, you know, for as best way I can phrase it and stuff like that. But as far as what it means for the rodeo world, um, I think you're going to see a lot of cowboys, not necessarily cowboys, but rodeo fans that get to come, because maybe it fits their travel plans a lot easier. You know, we've got a pretty big following as far as Oklahoma, Texas, you know, the surrounding states like that around here that maybe getting out to Las Vegas, they, they can't quite do it as often as they'd like. And if they do, maybe it's only once every couple of years, maybe, you know, so maybe this year it's uh, being that it's a little bit easier, maybe they can make a trip out. So maybe you've got some, you know, potential for new fans and new fans of the NFR and, wherever it may, you know, whenever it goes back and things like that. And so, um, I don't know. I think more, more than not, more so positive than negative as far as uh, the way that we're looking right now. Sure. I like to put on my marketing hat, right, for Las Vegas events. And I like it this way. Knowing once you taste that NFR, you know, you're going to want to come to Vegas in 2021. Once you kind of see how right. you guys, like you got the cream of the crop, from top to the bottom. Once you taste that, you're like, Whoa, man, I see what they're talking about now. I agree. And that's kind of the point that I was kind of, you know, getting to is that like, you know, maybe people just watched on TV and now they, this is a way of easing them into the situation and kind of getting those hooks into them to where, you know, you, you, you've got a new fan, you know, a lifelong fan of, of the NFR, the NFR experience, because I think if there's, yeah, the rodeo is great, but there's definitely, uh, more to it than that, that uh, keep keep people and fans coming back year after year. Yeah, definitely. The stadium will be much different than the Thomas and Mack Center. How will it be different competing, though, as a contestant this year? I think more so than the Rough Stock events, it'll be the timed events that it, you know, affects because, you know, it's a different setup. There's going to be shoots, um, you know, different positions. It's going to be a lot larger of a um, – in certain ways, you know, than the Thomas and Mac. And so, you know, th those guys will probably enjoy it. I would think I can't really, you know, put words in their mouth, but they're going to have a lot of, a little bit more flexibility. You know, animals aren't going to get into the, the sides and it's just, uh, you know, most of us rodeo at over 70 different venues a year. So you kind of learn to roll with the punches and kind of, you know, assess each arena for what it is. And, this will be just the, the latest obstacle and, and guys will figure it out. And uh, like I said, usually rule of thumb is more room is, you know, better for the town event. So, so we'll see. You mentioned the stock a little bit earlier. How do you think the stock will react in this? I think, um, you know, it, it's, it's kind of 
six one way, half a dozen the next. You've got horses that that buck great in small setups, and you've got some that shine in, in the larger ones. So, um, you know, it'll be kind of like you know, just this one might not be as good as this arena as he was in, in Las Vegas, and one might be even better. So they they buck in a lot of different setups, you know, throughout the years as far as you know different rodeos. So um, this this setup will be smaller than than Pendleton, Oregon, I can say that, you know, but the horses still buck great out there on the grass. So, um, they'll, they'll know their job as far as the buck and stock. So Jacobs, I'm looking here at the, the standings and, um, you know, you're sitting nine looking good. Don't want to jinx or anything like that. We still got a little, end. right. Yeah. Um, but then there's a lot of champions just like yourself in this race. How is it looking for you, and what what are the steps you're gonna? I mean, clearly you you've behind the scenes you've known this is coming, so you you've been thinking about this. What's your preparation look like from now until December in Arlington, as far as getting ready for this, and you get some checks coming home in Arlington come December? Right, no, for sure, yeah. So um, I've been fortunate enough to qualify for the NFR, you know, years in the past, and it's gonna be a similar setup as far as like preparation on my end because. Um, just trying to be physically prepared, you know, and healthy and things like that. And then, um, and then mentally, you know, knowing that you just got to go out and for 10 nights, leave it all out there. So fortunately for us in the, in the rough stock events, there's only so much we can do. And, um, and then the rest is, you know, it's going to be laid out there. I mean, sure. The town event guys being different setups, they may be able to practice in a little bit different way and this, that, and the other, but with us, it's, you just want to be healthy and, feeling good. I'll, I'll start, I'll get on practice in November, uh, just to kind of freshen up and then be ready to, uh, to rock and roll come December. Well, Hey man, I, you're a busy dude. I know this because of uh, everything that's rock and roll right now. We definitely want to thank you for taking the time to come on, sharing some great information. I know the fans love this, you know, and we're going to be keeping this up. You know, part of our goal from now until December is let's just say, you know, typically we'd be, we painting this NFR experience and how it, uh, pertains to Las Vegas, but here we're going to focus more on the, I would say more of what's going to go, how this Arlington thing is going to come together, regardless of what's going to happen outside of the, the dirt in Arlington. Right. It's, there's a lot that's got to come together from now to then. And it's going to be interesting for us to talk to people and how this goes and how you contestants are getting ready. So we appreciate you coming on, man. Absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's a, you know, today was an exciting day, but there's a, there's a lot of work to be done. And everybody understands that up there uh, at the office. So it's just now it's time to really get in there and, and start making this thing happen. So we're, we're ready to go. We look forward to a great finals and good luck with the rest of your season. All right. I appreciate it. Nice talking to y'all. Looking to rope in some news and features you can't find anywhere else? Then look no further than the series of blogs and vlogs at NFRExperience.com. You'll find customized content from experts in all things rodeo and Las Vegas. There's the NFR Insider and Stock Blog with Susan Canode, Hurley's Hotspot and Heart of the NFR with Brian Herbert, The Road to the NFR with Mr. Dale Brisby, NFR Experience with Patrick Everson, and the Junior World Finals with Jack Nallen. There's something for all rodeo fans. Check it out at the newly redesigned nfrexperience.com this is the nfr this is vegas hey this is chancy williams and you're listening to nfr extra
Welcome back to NFR Extra, two-time World Bell Racing Champion, Brittany Posey-Tanazi. Yes, glad to be here. Glad, uh, glad there's going to be an NFR, because the last time we talked, we were a little bit worried about that, and um, just thankful for you know the PRCA and the WPRA and Las Vegas events and everyone involved to make this, this thing happen. With the news out, we are heading to Arlington, Texas, to the Globe Life Field. How does it feel to be to know you are competing for this gold buckle this year? Well, you know, with with the money at, that's been at the at the finals the last few years, you know, everybody's got a chance for a gold buckle. Um, you've seen some spectacular stories the last few years where guys guys and girls have gone in, you know, fifteenth and and had a chance to win a gold buckle. So, you know, it's. It really is unfortunate that we can't have the NFR in Vegas, but what an awesome spot to to be able to have it now. And just glad that everybody's working together and that that we're going to have a chance to run at this kind of money again. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Obviously, in our last conversation, we talked about that. Here's something else. I, clearly, you knew that there was an announcement, and I think I'm pretty sure the butterflies were flying in everybody's stomach knowing that there was an NFR going down. What's been the reaction of your, you know, your sport within the barrel racers? You know, have you guys been talking and kind of, kind of contemplating what's getting ready to go down? Well, I haven't really talked to anybody since since the announcement. Um, I, I have been in contact with some of the people at the WPRA, and um, more worried about making sure that the ground is going to be good and it's going to be safe for our horses and. Um, just more worried about that. Uh, and I haven't really talked to everybody, but I'm sure everybody's just as excited as I am. And, you know, for a while we were all wondering if we were just chasing a ghost and now, you know, it's become reality, especially for the girls, you know, it's their first year. It's going to be awesome. Um, you know, it's going to kind of stink that they didn't get to go to Las Vegas, but this is a great second option. You know, you, you bring up the dirt, which actually that, kind of leads me to this this next statement so one of the things we're going to be doing for the podcast is creating this 360 view of what's going on in arlington right so we're going to be bringing on all the movers and shakers of the business and i have a feeling we're going to be bringing on either a dirt guy or dirt gal to talk about how they're going to handle this um going forward and how important this is for not just rodeo but for the national funnels rodeo right you know um the the ground has been a little skeptical the last few years in Las Vegas. Um, it's, for some reason, it's just really hard to keep it consistent in that building. And the building is so small that you have to, you know, really try to get get it good for every event. And from the schematic that I saw of how the arena is going to be positioned, looks like the barrels are going to kind of be in the middle of the arena. It's going to be a big arena. So it'll be nice to maybe we can more accommodate the barrel racers uh, in, in the in the ground part. So um, I'm really excited. I don't know who's going to be doing the ground, which you guys may, but I don't. Um, but I have thrown out a couple names of some people that I think might be a good option. How different will it be competing in a stadium? I mean, we talk about the Thomas and Mac and a blind first barrel. And that being one of the biggest things, you know, that a new girl to a stadium or Thomas and Mac deals with, what is it going to be like running down? Well, maybe a smaller alley, a different setup. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen, I've just seen like what the arena is going to kind of be set up like. I don't know what the dimensions on the pattern are going to be or how far away from the fences that it's going to be or, or anything like that. But I'm excited, you know, I mean, I've been 
this will be my 14th year, so 13 years in the Thomas and Mac. It's going to be kind of a cool little change for a year, you know. I'm sure we'll be back to Vegas in 2021, but um, it'll be fun to have a little change, and maybe uh, it'll open some eyes with some people in Las Vegas and with the Thomas and Mac in the ground, and you know, it, it proved that it can be good for every event. And, you know, maybe if we get really lucky, we could get a tractor drag in there or something. Uh, you know, that's just, it's huge in our event to be able to have the ground right. And also it's, you know, it's going to be a bigger pattern. So our horses are going to be, you know, running on a, on harder basically for 10 nights in a row. So it'll be really important to have it right. Talking about horsepower, what differences are you going to have? Um, like, well, the two horses that I have right now that are probably going to be good in there are kind of on the injured reserve list. So, um, I have 85 days to get them right. <laughs> so hopefully I can, I can accomplish that. And, um, like I said, we don't know exactly where the barrels are going to be or how far off the fences or how big the pattern is going to be. So that, that all determines on what I'm going to ride there, but just looking at it, uh, my main horse, Mona, that I would never ride in the Thomas and Mac is probably going to be a horse that I want to ride there. And she had ankle surgery two months ago. So I'm hoping I can get her back and, and we can have her ready for Arlington. I'm hopeful for you. Yeah, absolutely. And so let's talk, okay, let's talk competition. Looking here at the okay. standings and clearly you got the two-time champ right behind you, right on your heels, no pun. Um, right. So how, how are you going about preparing for this? I mean, now that you, you – I know this is kind of short notice, but how are you going to go about preparing from now? This is in your backyard. I mean, what, what's going through Brittany's mind right now as you, now that you, you got everything kind of lined up? Well, I mean, you know, every single one of those girls that runs down the alleyway has a chance. It's not – you know, it's, it's not uh, feasible. I mean, it's feasible for every horse to – or every girl to be looking at a gold buckle. Um, you know, and $10,000 lead, which, you know, the season's not over yet, but that's nothing when you have, you know, $25,000 day money. So, um, I can't worry about what anybody else is doing or what they all have going on. I just got to try to get my horses ready. And, you know, if I can't get them ready, I'll definitely be looking at other options and maybe calling a few friends and see what they have that I can ride. Um, so yeah, it just, you know, it's really hard to make a game plan this far out, but um, I'm working on it. How does it feel with this being in your backyard, kind of just understanding that, you know, what's the mindset there? I mean, that you know that you're going to be, you know, when it drives way away from, from the NFR opposed to where it <laughs> Well, actually, uh, when I that where it was going to be, I went and booked a hotel room immediately because um, <laughs> I know it's going to be crazy to try to get to try to get spots or close to um, the stadium. But, um, it, you know, it'll be nice because my horses will get to uh, go to my vets every night after uh, the rodeo and he'll get to look at them every morning, which he did that in Vegas. But it's also nice to be at a vet clinic where if he needs to do anything, he's got all his equipment there and stuff. So that would be really nice. And, you know, I think that a lot of people that, you know, want to come on a weekend or come for just a couple of days that live in Texas that, you know, didn't want to jump on a flight to just come to the rodeo for one night. I think that's going to make a huge difference. Um, I, I think uh, it, it's just a lot more convenient because a lot 
I mean, I would say probably 85% of the contestants just live around there. So if you get in a jam, it's going to be a lot easier to, to work some stuff out being closer to home for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Brittany, um, first of all, thank you for coming on in short notice. This was, uh, this is really good information and I'm glad that we were able to bring you back on after our last conversation and with some better information. Yeah. I'm glad it's with good news for sure. <laughs> well, good luck on the rest of the season. I know you ain't got to go far, so you're kind of right where you need to be and, and get ready for December in Arlington. All right. Thanks for having me on. But also, Thank you. Hey, just to keep in mind, but also keep in the back of your kind of your, your mindset that Vegas 2020 or 2021 will be right around the corner as well. It will. You know what? Our season starts in what, uh, 15 more days. So yeah, I'll, I'll be starting for, um, 2021 come October 1st. Well, good luck and good luck in December. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. We want to thank George Taylor, Jacobs Crawley, and Brittany Posey-Tanazi for joining us today on NFR Extra to talk about the move for the Wrangler NFR to Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas this year. And stay tuned for episode 64 when American singer-songwriter Tracy Lawrence and NFR pickup man Josh Edwards visits NFR Extra. Want to experience more of the NFR? Then visit nfrexperience.com. And we invite you to subscribe to NFR Extra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you're listening right now. If you like what you've been hearing on NFR Extra, we would love it if you gave us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe. NFR Extra. All dirt. All rodeo. All year. And the ladies in the skin-tight ringers and the cowboy hat.